This is Untapped Power, insights and wisdom for collective transformation in the yoga community. I'm your host, Amanda Stroni, a registered yoga teacher and financial coach for yoga teachers, healers, and spiritual creatives. This podcast serves as a sacred space with a new way forward to speak the truth about the yoga industry from the perspective of the teachers. Join me for intentional conversations with yoga teachers from around the globe as we navigate the industry and explore the changing path ahead. We will dive into personal challenges, industry improvements, and financial stability. I believe one of the greatest gifts we can give to the world is tapping into all of our personal power so we can collectively raise the vibration together. Are you ready to join the conversation? Now let's dive in. Welcome back. Another Friday, another episode for you this week. Um, We had skipped a week, so I'm just glad to be back with you this week, um, sharing in these shorter episodes. I think that can be really powerful. So with that being said, I just appreciate you tuning in with you being here. And if you're enjoying the show, share it. Share it with someone that you know might resonate with some of the episodes or leave us a review. Let us know what you found to be so impactful or reach out to me directly. I would love to hear that from you. Uh, What have you learned? What have you been left thinking or asking questions of? Uh, It's always helpful to know what topics stand out to you and where we can go from here as a a community and as a uh, collective. So with that being said, the Untapped Power community is still available. And I want to mention that just briefly, that you can still join and become a member by going to untappedpower.net and signing yourself up. And what it does is it gives you access to a volume of recorded calls that we've had as a community on different topics. And there's also a number of free resources. So I invite you into that space. We temporarily do have a pause on the live calls, but we'll be bringing those back um, soon in the future. There's some new exciting changes coming. So I I just invite you to to join and become a part of it so you know uh, what's going on and what's coming about. With that being said, let's dive into today's episode. I'm really excited for it. I'm bringing up a topic today that I that I know most of us have probably come face to face with at some point in our lives, and that's why I want to talk about it because it's becoming really um, apparent for me lately. And so, topics that arise when I'm talking with it within myself and also with my clients that I notice, I like to bring bring to the forefront to you in this community, and that is self sabotage. Right? It's so easy for each of us to access, and I know we've been there so many times in our lives, right? Self-sabotage ourselves. Things are going well or things are not going well. Either way, we choose this path of self-sabotage. And the most common thing, I think, is that we're afraid or scared of what's to come and have never experienced it before. So it's so easy to turn to this form of self-sabotage, almost like an old friend, to remind ourselves that, hey, I don't deserve it or I'm not good enough. And so today's episode, we're going to focus on the ways self-sabotage shows up, along with the importance of having awareness and stillness throughout our own journey as a key to bringing ourselves through self-sabotage in a healthy and compassionate way, because I think this is really important. So I'm going to give some examples in this episode as they relate to being a yoga teacher, because that's uh, primarily what we, we center on in this community. And I know when I started my journey as a yoga teacher, there was a lot of self-sabotage occurring starting with the statement that there are so many yoga teachers, right? There's so many people out there doing what I'm doing. So why would anyone want to practice with me? 
And the most common way we can self-sabotage when we are starting something new is to compare our experience to someone who has been doing it longer and has more experience. So right away, we're setting up a standard that's not entirely real. Everyone is on their own path at different points in the path, right? We're working on our own timeline. So I think it's important when we're new to recognize that and be aware of it. And the most important component, which I've spoken about before, is that we're different people. We're all unique. So our experiences are going to be unique as well. And it doesn't mean you won't get to where someone may be to that point of experience. You could get to that place, but it's important to recognize where you currently are and to not make that a point of arrival. During a time when we're starting something new, it's important to really be mindful of these self-sabotaging patterns because I think they can come up really often. It's a time when it's heightened because we're uncomfortable and we don't know. We're in a space where things, things are new. We're learning. So next time you're in this that situation where you're new, maybe you're a new yoga teacher, maybe you're just starting, maybe you haven't done it that much, look at your patterns, be aware of where you're self-sabotaging. And it doesn't mean you have to change it right now. Just all of a sudden say, okay, I'm not going to self-sabotage because we know that doesn't work. Instead, try to be aware of it. Just notice throughout the times when you are self-sabotaging and then let that awareness over time bring you to that place of change, right? It, It really is the key to changing it. If we desire it, we need to become aware of it and embrace it for ourselves fully so that we can move forward. And to ask ourselves why at a deeper level over and over again so that the real answer becomes clear. Because if we just revert into that space of wanting to change it or make it go away, it can be sort of a form of bypassing, that we're moving past it and around it rather than through it. So most of our self-sabotage comes from the deeper place inside ourselves that allows us to not feel worthy just as we are. Which leads me into the second way it appears when things are going well and working, right? We can, we can also self-sabotage in this situation. And it's a great question. Why do we do it? If things are going well, why would I self-sabotage? And part of this is because we may think we don't deserve it. And this is often dependent on our belief system and experiences. And everyone's going to show up differently to this or have different thoughts on this. And it's also that feeling of the unknown, the fear, the same thing that comes, as I mentioned before, As human beings, we do seek that comfort and familiarity. So when we experience new situations and we can't predict the outcome, right? we may self-sabotage as a way to go back into those comfort zones, finding a way to convince ourselves that once again, maybe I don't deserve it, right? That is a form of self-sabotage. It prevents us from stepping into a new situation and actually experiencing it. So when we go back to that example with being a yoga teacher, What happens when you actually do have the experience? You have been teaching for some time and then maybe you hear, hey, someone didn't like your class or maybe there's another teacher at the studio. They're like, I really resonate with this person. I'm not resonating as much with you anymore. Do you immediately move into that place of self-sabotage? So try to be aware of where it shows up for you. And again, don't move into that immediate mode of fixing. See if you can stay in that place of awareness, knowing that when you desire that change, you'll be able to move yourself forward. And the space of awareness is so important because oftentimes we become our own barrier into moving into these new opportunities. And reverting to self-sabotage can be what prevents us from stepping into new opportunities that are filled with the possibility that we didn't even see. 
I think one of the most common misconceptions is that when we have awareness, we have to fix it immediately. And this puts pressure on us, right? It takes away from the place of awareness and compassion. It's pressure into, I need to fix it now. So holding space for yourself to observe. And this is why I believe and have have talked about often on the show the importance of meditation and stillness because we require a quiet space to hear our thoughts first and to notice our patterns second so that we can have that awareness and to understand that this is a learning process so that it's not going to be a quick and easy fix or change. Don't try to process it any quicker than you know how, than you currently can because there is no rush and there's no arrival. And there's something quite beautiful in allowing things to run their course in their own timing. As you probably know, we can also self-sabotage when things are not going well. I think this to me is the most challenging because it's harder to hold compassion. When things are not going well, we're already in that negative headspace. So it's easy to self-sabotage. It's easy to compare to someone else's feelings or to feel inadequate. And moving into the space can happen quickly. And it's harder to bring ourselves back into that space of awareness and observation oftentimes. And I do believe if we can find awareness in this space, it can be one of the most powerful spaces to have the awareness. Because realizing in this space that it's possible to be aware and still move forward is truly empowering ourselves to move out of this place of self-sabotage. Choosing to become aware of self-sabotaging patterns and behaviors is instrumental as a yoga teacher and someone that holds up space for others, I think. And it really, honestly, it's as a human being. But since we talk a lot about yoga and teaching, it's really important as a yoga teacher, as someone that is holding space for others, to be really aware of the ways in which we hold space for ourselves. When we can try to step away from self-sabotage and move ourselves into a space where we take conscious action, we can really start to understand ourselves. And to me, this is our job. This is what is required as human beings to have this awareness to ourselves continually. So I invite you in to this practice of really looking at the ways in which you may be self-sabotaging, whether it be a good situation or a not so good situation or a middle of the road situation and see what comes up for you. Are you able to stay in the place of awareness as long as you need to before you can move yourself forward, giving yourself that space and time to be still and quiet and observe. I invite you again, share in our community, join our community if you're not already a member. And I would love to hear the ways in which this shows up for you and the ways in which you are working to turn it around for yourself. Because I think there are a lot of probably unique ways out there that I haven't even touched upon in this episode. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you listening. And I will see you back again soon. Thank you for joining this week's episode of Untapped Power. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. I would love to hear your insights and wisdom. If you are a yoga teacher interested in being a participant on the podcast, please reach out directly. I am always looking for new voices and perspectives. As a financial coach, I work with clients individually who are in the yoga industry and are looking to gain clarity and awareness around your finances. If this is you, then reach out to schedule your free connection call. All information can be found at amandastroni.com. As always, continue to stand confidently in your power, use your voice, and allow your heart to